Hey everybody, welcome back to Signal Flow, a podcast by Avixa that's designed really to help bridge that gap between AV and IT. Uh, and you know, one of the things that I think we miss as an AV community all the time is is really the core role of the IT manager. And, and I've and I've been able to ask a handful of IT managers and staff over the last few months, really what they they say that their their not only are their core responsibilities are, but most day to day most challenging day to day activities, right? And it actually is device management. Uh, and, and when you think of AV uh, devices, whether that's, you know, cameras, PTZs, uh, you know, conference room systems, things like that, at the end of the day, those are all devices on an IT network infrastructure. Uh, and when it comes to managing those devices and supporting those devices, that is part of the infrastructure that the IT manager has to worry about. Uh, but as we've shifted to kind of the hybrid work model and a lot more multi-site communications and, and devices that are kind of on-prem and off-prem, VPN-based, things like that, uh, that's become increasingly more challenging. So I uh, wanted to have a conversation today, brought on uh, what I consider to be one of our uh, favorite industry experts. That's Aaron Weiler, Aaron Weiler over from Comcast Business. Aaron, thanks so much for hopping on the show today. My pleasure. I would rather be nowhere else but here. Look, I, I appreciate uh, that very, very much. I uh, love supporting the Avixa crew. But, uh, you know, it's it's a lot of fun to have these conversations because uh, I have been able to, to live kind of in both worlds previously, the IV and the, the IV, the IT and the AV community. We'll call it the IV community. Yeah, it uh, seems like that sometimes. And, <laughs> and when you have conversations in the IT community, uh, it all centralizes around device security, device management, operability, uh, things like that. And on the AV side, it tends to be a little bit more towards like technology, features, functionality, things like that. And that tends to be one of the things that that I think is, is kind of the points where we we cross paths and don't really always connect. You know, so with that said, especially with the lens of kind of COVID transitioning, how we we handle a lot of our work. You know, what What are some of the things that uh, from day-to-day perspective uh, that the IT manager kind of is struggling with when it comes to that device management? Yeah, it's it's that, right? The Okay, so here's one thing I will say, right? Uh, clearly, this was a different conversation 15 years ago, right? And it was a different conversation three years ago. Three years ago, right. <laughs> and we bring up COVID because it's such like a, a hard line in the sand, right? But what we do know is like things were kind of already going that way anyway. Right. You know, I use we you use the word integrator a lot more than I do. Right. Um, I like you do it because integrators are great because what they do is and I'm going somewhere with this. So bear with me that they create ecosystem. Right. Ecosystems where there wasn't an ecosystem. And now let me give you an example here because I do this at home. Right. Okay. I, I love Apple products. I have the Apple home kit, the whole suite. Right. I also run Unify products, Ubiquity. Right. If you're familiar with that platform, it's just uh, kind of a, it's a Linux based like networking devices. You know, they have cameras, the whole suite. Right. And, you know, there's always one piece of each one of those that just isn't going to, you know, I'll call it like melt together perfectly. Right. Like they just don't play nice in the sandbox. Right. It's like, oh, my door, I have 12 cameras on my doorbell cameras. The only one that I got to go to a different application to look at. Right. And so what you're starting to see from IT managers, and, and I'm going to separate network admins and networking folks from IT managers, right? Because these are two different disciplines as well, because there's still a, a rift between those folks too, right? I, I do put IT with the AV folks more 
Um, and then you have the networking. The networking is 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 so cut and dry. I just only care about what's going where and how much of it and what I need to protect and what port numbers you need to open and things like that, right? And the IT department is so worried about the ecosystem and how do I get everything to play nice together so that I can simplify my operations? So it's a trickle down effect. So if I'm at home and I have a program, something like Microsoft Teams, okay, I'll just pick on them. This, as an IT manager, this makes my job so much easier, right? It, it does this for everybody because it's an ecosystem. I have messaging in there. I have audio in there, right? Through just straight calls. Who does that anymore? I don't know. But then they have this, right? So you have the the kind of like the all, all the senses going at the same time. You have integrations through like, you know, their Microsoft products like Word and, you know, collaboration tools and things like that. All of these things before were just a number of different pieces of software, right? That's a huge problem for an IT manager because less is more for them, right? Because even the more people you have, then you're just multiplying those problems, right? So there's so many different things that can go wrong and so many different things that can cause them to go wrong. And then now you're scrambling to find out, you know, what's the solution for this? You know, uh, how do I get how do I get conference calling into my ecosystem or how do I you know, integrate this? But then now you have everything that's kind of holding your hand for you, like your your Microsoft products. These are great. Right. And they make it easy. They make it easy for you to get on. And, get, and like all I had to do, you sent me a link. All I had to do is click it. Right. That's all I had to do. Now, imagine that. 15 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Like it, 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 it doesn't exist, right? But it, it was starting to, like I was doing online trainings with WebEx 10 years ago, you know, and you know, it was a struggle to get people to come on. They didn't know what to do, right? Because there's still a layer of, and I mean this almost like literally, there's a layer of like, there's physical devices still out there that exist, especially on-prem at like the locations. Like we were just talking about AT&T Center downtown there. It's nothing but on-prem type of stuff. And you're trying to, to marry now the software and the hardware, and then you're trying to get the IT team to look at you as both, right? So uh, to me, the, the key here is simplicity in the ecosystem, right? Because I have to make it easy for myself and I have to make it easier for the end user. The easy for the end user part is an easier sell internally for me, for my powers to be. And then it also makes my job easier in the long run. Anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and you bring up a good point too, right? We talk about ecosystem and... Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. You talked about teams. Microsoft has done a really good job of building that ecosystem, right? Starting kind of with the 365 suite. And then now you look at, uh, you know, organizations like zoom who are trying to really bring everything under the same umbrella as well. Zoomtopia, a great show that, that just wrapped, uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and you know, I think that's where, that's where the AV community come in and can come in and, and better support, right? Especially you talk about some of those, on-prem devices, right? I, I think it's easy for us uh, because I tend to lean more AV, right? It's easier for me to have those conversations. But when I think AV in IT, a lot of times that conversation ends up going to conference rooms, right? And, and yes. hybrid workspaces. And yes. how yeah. can I get people in front of a PTZ and everybody heard, right? And that's great. That's a wonderful conversation. Meeting equity is a massive topic and it's important. But we miss this idea of kind of what I was talking about at the intro. We miss this idea of, device management actually being a core role and responsibility. And then you talk about uh, network subnets and organizing different devices in different places. Like uh, it frustrates me from time to time because 
like I said earlier, we want to lean into the features and the technology and the, and the uh, functionality and how cool this new 4K camera is. And we forget this idea that we just need PoE, right? Like that, that, that sometimes is where I get frustrated. But, you know, talk to me a little bit about that, right? What are some of the things that, that you like wish people knew in the AV community? Honestly, it's, I would actually flip it on its head. And I would say it's the other way around. I wish IT folks knew more about AV. And and I'm not just saying that to make you feel better because <laughs> I know you're an AV guy. I really don't do blow smoke that. up me. Um, I'm telling you, man. Look, this because because this is a big miss, and, and and I'm speaking from experience here because you know day in day out, an IT responsibility is you know you, you should be looking at what's out there, right? Like what what are what are the things I could be maybe improving, or what am I doing that could be. Uh, better you know just you're constantly looking for the next next best thing or the easiest thing to deploy right so it you're not ever looking for the best as an and i'm speaking from an itv you're not ever looking for the best piece of software for you know uh conferencing or or whatever we, you know you we want to point out right we're never looking at that right it's like we always wait for the av folks to come to us and go yo check this out how rad is this but like always have these things existed Right. And so it's to me, it's on the IT folks to do that. And on and partially too on the network team, because I you know I, I like to abstract it too, because they're very different disciplines in a lot of respects. But a lot of it's on the networking team too, you know? And then I'll even go a step further. Most of this has to do with the manufacturers of either the software or the devices. And I'm talking about even in IT fields, but more more importantly in the AV space right because it's it's on them i feel like to be forward thinking like hey if i want because ultimately you know they're trying to sell a product right you know internally you're trying to sell a product as an av person like hey i see it department you have all these challenges why don't you guys talk to us gosh well why isn't the av industry like from a manufacturer standpoint doing everything they can to help you so that you can internally sell that right? And make it easier for you ultimately. You know what I mean? I, I, I agree with you on some of those things. I, I will disagree on the fact that it's the IT manager's responsibility to, to, to stick out the olive branch to the AV community. Here's why. Uh, this is not a challenge that's unique to IT and connectivity specifically, right? We, we struggle at times. Uh, you look at different verticals, right? Even education, hospitality, healthcare, we have a lot of these same struggles in, in different verticals. And I, I, I think, and I mean, look, I love the AV community. It's, it's amazing with what we're able to accomplish. But I think sometimes uh, us being afraid to ask questions or trying to, I don't want to say shoehorn applications for specific devices, kind of gets in our way a little bit, right? We talk about this on the IT side. We've got to be asking more questions and we've got to be asking more questions of teachers and uh, district administrators and uh, hoteliers and things like that. We have to be asking more questions. And I see this in the IT community where there's fortunately we're a little bit further down the road, largely with with that community, just by nature of so many people crossing over, you know, but but from that perspective too, you know, when you think about kind of that installation, right? You think about, okay, you know, as an integrator, as an installer, I've got to go sell this, this piece of gear. What are some of the things that, that integrators, installers, and even manufacturers, right? Can, can 
help supply and help kind of coach and teach as far as, uh, you know, helping out the IT department? You know, I hate to say it. I don't hate to say it, but I like, cause I, I feel like this is kind of like a hotbed too, a little bit. Right. And it's, it's from, and this is just from what I've noticed from some of the conversations I've had in the AV community. Cause you know, I was at Infocom, you know, I did the, I did my little world tour there and I, I was talking to people and seeing what everybody's problems were. And you know, that there seems to be a little bit of resistance when it comes to, and, and maybe this is just because there's just so much out there to learn from an AV standpoint, right? Like, you know, you would have to know, because I even separated them at the beginning. Hey, networking and IT are two completely different disciplines. I've said it like a hundred times already. And so now I'm going to sit here and tell an AV person, you know, you should probably know a little bit of how IT functions. As See, a I told you, I told you it's our <laughs> fault. <laughs> but also, you know, a little bit about how network functions. And I'm only doing this because like, this is... This is just me thinking out loud, like personally, right? Like, what would I do to sell my 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 goal internally? And I would arm myself with just enough. And I'm just gonna say this, like, you know, kind of hush hush. I would arm myself with just enough information to make myself dangerous. The way I'm I'm not asking questions, I'm telling. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, when I go to the network guy, I'm not like, hey, dude, uh, can you get my uh my audio to go from this site to the other site so that you know we can kind of collaborate like that like it's gonna go dude what yeah sure here's use this ip address whatever you're on the land it's cool but i'd rather go to the the networking department and say hey dude look i've got some audio stuff i need it uses these ports i would like to have this much bandwidth i'm gonna have a problem if i'm introducing more than this amount of jitter or latency or whatever it is. Light up the fiber line, baby. Dark fiber. Let's, let's go. And I got that too. I can, I can <laughs> but yeah, but hey, throwing band with that is always an, always a thing, right? But like, you know, from a networking standpoint, if you're like, yeah, I just want it. I'm not going to give you QoS. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to give you any bells and whistles. I'm, sure. I'll, my job at that point is just to make sure that you get from point A to point B. How? How good it looks? How good it sounds, I can care less. If as long as it got there and I can tell you, hey, it got there, I'm good. And so to me, I would rather go to the the networking team and I would say, hey, look, dude, I need this. I want it to go this fast. I want it to not take a hundred hops over here. It would I would prefer if it didn't go back to the DC first, you know, just stuff like that. And you know, that doesn't take a, a huge breadth of like protocol knowledge and you know, RFC standards. That's just like you're building like a highway, right? Like you're like, I want this traffic to go this way. Like it's literally a highway. <laughs> I want this traffic to go this and, and, and But you're the one in charge. You're driving, right? And so maybe the, the crux of what I'm trying to say overall really is maybe AV needs to be driving more instead of riding, right? Maybe less in the back seat, more in the front seat. Right? Maybe not necessarily in the driver's seat, but maybe in the passenger seat. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this, right? I think the types of hardware manufacturers and companies who have done a really, really good job of this. I'll use Netgear as an example, right? Yeah, Traditionally a, uh, an enterprise uh, switch company, right? Cisco does a lot of great work, things like that too. There's a number of great, amazing uh, network switch manufacturers, but they like what well, you talk about them being the, the literal crux of, of the operation. They've done such a good job and, and shout out to John uh, over at the Netgear team, such a good job of finding ways to uh, teach, right? teach and and integrate whether it's in the digital signage community because there's obviously massive throughput in digital signage 
uh, all the way to, you know, you name it, hospitality, things like that. But when it comes to enterprise installations, they have to be at the forefront of all these conversations, right? We talk about POE being a big challenge, throughput being a challenge. You know, you can have a 10 gig switch and that's great. But if there's no operability or control or, you know, any kind of meaningful switching, then you've got a lot of challenges. So uh, that wasn't that wasn't a paid placement, by the way. I, I do love the work that they're doing. Dude, you know what's so funny about that, though, Ben, is is I was I will echo the Netgear thing straight through because and maybe it's just me because um, I have a lot of I have experience with a lot of manufacturers, vendors, right? Uh, all of the big players, right? And Netgear, to my knowledge, have been the only ones I've ever had a conversation with to where they told me that they're doing direct testing with AV products, AV software, AV hardware to ensure interoperability, basically echoing what you just said, right? Like I've seen the test bench, right? Like the guy sits there and he's like, hey, I'm testing. You see the pile of equipment behind him, the pile of AV equipment. You know, it, this goes back to what I was just saying earlier, right? Like, you know, it, it doesn't have to be on the AV person. It could be on the AV manufacturer. And Netgear is a shining example of that because they're holding it too, because they know that if I want to have market share in the AV community and I want to push my product, then I can, I can make it so. I, I can do that. All I have to do is get them in my corner. I can champion for them. I've already done all the testing. You don't have to do any of that because like, that's, that's a big question of mine as a networking guy. Uh, is what is that is that even tested like I, like this could have so many holes in it if i if that thing touches my network i'm screwed and i don't want to lose my job <laughs> you know what i'm saying well yeah, i mean look let's, let's stick there then right i mean you know we talk obviously about device management we've had some some colorful conversation along the way but you know coming <laughs> it's my fault probably for taking us off the rails but you know kind of coming back to the security side of, of device management you know you, you just published uh, a great piece on the exchange about uh av network security uh you talked a little bit about things like making sure that there's insulation between you know some of those conference rooms and, and having privacy and things like that and not being able to to hack those devices and things like that talk about that specifically for a second because i feel like that's one of the places that, that we do struggle as a community because right we we do care a little bit more about the features and things like that but how can we from a, a hardware perspective help better support those security-based initiatives we have to know the device. That is just pure and simple. And when I say know the device, I mean, it, it's one thing to tell a guy or a, or a person, hey, uh, this has two ports on it and I'm, it's a gigabit. I need PoE, like we've been talking about, right? That That is such a small port. I, like, I can figure that out, right? I'm not some super genius. I'm not an AV dude, I, you know, but I can, I can plug something in and it'll work. Now, the one thing that I can't do is do all the sort of vulnerability testing that needs to be done before that. I mean, obviously, internet gear again, you know, whisper between my shoulders here. But like, that's that's what I, a lot of I these swear they do. didn't pay for this. I they didn't. <laughs> they can, you know, you know, reach out to us. We're on LinkedIn. Um, not, um, but no, I mean, it, the the security thing is 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 interesting to me because when I look at AV, I, I've been in. Like in my younger, like in my younger days, I was in bands a lot, right? And I was always thinking about this. Maybe I have a hacker mindset. I don't know, right? Because a lot of this comes into play now, along the lines of what you're talking about, the, the stuff that I posted. And and there's there's an interesting thing that kind of popped up in my head that was this sort of concept of you know AV gear just inherently no one trying to hack it, you know? And and like and I'll give you I'll just give you the most simple example ever. 
like a wireless guitar, a guy playing on stage at a huge concert, he has a wireless guitar, okay? The wireless guitar is talking to one thing, it's talking to the amp, right? It's talking to a, tra a transmitter and a receiver. You can jam that signal very easily. <laughs> That's terrifying to me. You know what I'm saying? And so when I think That's about- That's like me like logging that, into the hotel Bluetooth and changing all the monitors. I've done that before. That dude, that, and how easy was it? Like, I'm not trying to take away, like, the fact that you're a super smart hacker. No, right? no, no. No, <laughs> not the case. I even, okay. I wasn't, I wasn't going to take that from you. But seriously, though, that, that's, that's a, that, to me, that's a big part of it, is, like, there's, there's, a, there's a gap in, like, literally and figuratively, right? There's, there's video cameras. There's all types of things that are using wireless and wired connections now that aren't inherently secure, Right. We have solves for all of that, but we don't in the in the AV space. Like it's it's always been an after. Well, let the network secure. You know, create a tunnel. You know, between this device and that device. Well, I don't need to if you if the manufacturer's already taken those steps, right? But more importantly, if the manufacturer's already taken those steps, if the person that's giving me that equipment to put on my network knows, hey, this is how this is. Hey, th this is a wireless communication. By the way, it's wide open. Any, I just want you to know that anybody could like it. Oh, what kind of risk am I assuming there, right? Like, look at like we know that guys have been hacking into HVAC systems, and you know, it, if you have physical access to the network, it can be compromised, right? That means over the air. That means plugging in. No, it doesn't matter, right? USB stick could be anything, and so it it is in a way, you know, kind of a. a sort of a three-part conversation and i made the joke like jamie horner and i kind of always go back and forth on the exchange a little bit with with stuff you know and i always say like you know security is everybody's job right like you know tongue-in-cheek but it's very true because i just laid it out if the manufacturer isn't doing anything to secure it and then they're also not providing you with documentation on how it works and how it should be secured or how do you provide the best experience for this product and then I give it to the AV person that's now supposed to go sell it internally to the IT team, who then is probably going to turn around and sell that to the networking team in turn. You know, they say, you know, bad stuff flows downhill, right? Well, you know, by the time the network guy gets it, he's like, nah, that's too much of a security risk. You've given me no information. This might as well be a BYOD situation, right? And so VLANing is very important. Not using your default VLAN is very important. People, I know this is best practice, but please stop if you're doing that. Change the default VLAN from one as well. Don't do that either, because what happens is a lot of times these these devices can get stuck in that BYOD hell. You know, it's like oh, you might as well be somebody's cell phone that just came in off the street, right? That's not right, because then now that that person is basically on the same network as that person as as the as the your AV all your AV devices. And that's even worse. And then guys like you go into places and hack things with your Bluetooth, right? That's how that happens, Ben. That's exactly, I'll, I'll step by step. This is how you got in there. And this is how you, you hacked into that place. The manufacturer did not provide enough information, nor did they do the proper things they needed to do to secure that because security is not at the forefront of everybody's thought. Sales are at the forefront of everybody's thought. Security really only becomes an issue if you've been hacked, we'll call it hacked, right? You know, like we could sell security products all day. It's kind of like selling car insurance, man. You know, who wants to buy car insurance? I'll tell you who. The person that's had their car totaled by somebody without insurance. That's who buys car insurance, right? 
it, it's the same for security. It's like in, in, and sometimes you have to feel the pain for it to be in your face. Right. And like I was saying, when things flow downhill, that message has a long way to get. And the best way to do it is to scare the heck out of somebody sometimes. Sometimes you got to go in and hack the Bluetooth, dude. No, man. Look, all I did was change a Taco Bell menu, okay? That's that's all I did. Uh, I just cast my own phone on there. Like, that's all I did. It's not that yeah, cool. I hope it was decent at least, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a fun AV hacker. I'm not a yeah. – I, I don't ever say that. I feel like I'm going to get in trouble for, for – from the law i don't know no. uh dallas oh, dallas based area uh taco bells i apologize for any inconvenience i may have caused you i mean is there a precedence for that though you see what i'm saying like this is this is another thing too right like okay there's people like you that they can go around and do that i mean i can do the same in my backpack with like wi-fi signals i can see who's doing what and when you know i feel like one of the big the common misconceptions out there is that like you know especially for wi-fi you know oh i, I have to connect to that for, for you to be able to see myself no you don't I can see everything you're doing. You're already sending it. I know you're there, whether you, whether you want to be or not. I know you're there, right? And so, basically, if you're anywhere near me and everybody's doing it right now because everybody has a phone, right? Like, you're comp- you're compromisable. You're you're already out. You've already putting yourself out there, and that's the same for all those devices that are just sitting on the network, like basically honeypots. They're way in. Yes. Well, look. Aaron, I feel like we could talk about this for another probably 10, 15 hours, and we might we might just have to have a session about this at Infocom, and uh, I'll let you talk. I'll let you talk, and I'll just sit there and nod um, because <laughs> you know far more about it than I do. But uh, well, look, well, let's give let's give the audience one firm takeaway here, right? If there's yeah, one thing that you wish uh, that the IT community, we're going to loop IT and network connectivity just for yes. this once. Yes. Uh, what's one thing that you wish that they knew about the AV community and then vice versa? What's one thing you wish the AV community knew about uh, that IT community? I wish that for one, this is a selfish comment from the IT, the IP, IT perspective. I wish the IT community knew how cool AV stuff was. And that's like a selfish comment. Like I w- because I think if they realize like, because look, if you're, if you're, if you got into IT because you're into IT and you're into technology, you have a certain type of brain. That's just a theory of mine, right? Like you're into stuff like that, right? Like you like all the apps and you like all the ecosystems that I mentioned before. And if you just knew from an IT perspective, if you knew what kind of cool stuff was out there from AV perspective, like we talked about the digital signage and all this cool stuff, like you got, you guys got to see some of this stuff. Like I, I feel like it would, it would almost like Open, you know, it's on the Wizard of Oz when the everything turns color all of a sudden. I feel like it would be like that for you. you. You'd see all this cool stuff like, oh, dude, even the stuff that you're into on a daily basis, you know, like it, it just integrates so well. Right. And I, I feel like just having that mindset would would help greatly. Right. And then I, to flip the script a little bit, I really want to and I feel like everybody's hammering this home now. I really want AV folks to start in certain aspects, outsmarting IT folks. You know, you're the master of your own product, right? Start coming in and shoving your weight around. Push people out the way and tell them, this is how this works. This is what I need, right? That way they're not going, well, you know, when you don't have a lot of information, like it's left to, it's up for description, right? Or, whatever you want to say, like, Hey, I, I could figure that out on my own, uh, that, which is 
that ain't happening, dude. You're not putting that on my network. So if I come to you with knowledge, you know, knowledge is power. If I come at you with that sword, I'm coming at you, right? And I'm telling you instead of asking. So it's more of like a telling conversation as opposed to a, can I please plug this in? It's like, nope, I need port four and here's why. <laughs> that's what I, that's, that's, that's my hope. And I'm hoping that I can help people with that too. I, I would agree. And uh, hey, I'd say let's let's see uh, if we can't make some waves together ourselves. Like, look, uh, I'll shout out Infocom nine, nine million times to the, those Same. folks in the IT community. Literally Same. just go because it's cool, if nothing else. It's right? I mean, obviously, it's a massive B2B show, uh, but it is the coolest thing ever. Um, but uh, look, Aaron, we appreciate you. We, we touched a little bit on BYOD. I'm sure we'll have another conversation about that in the future. Uh, but I uh, appreciate you coming on the show today. Yeah, man, always, man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. And thank you guys for tuning in to Signal Flow. Be sure to tune in next time.